0: have to read why are you
1: sighing already because i have
0: to read i don't read do you remember the last like the last time i read like actually read like out loud no like ever (laughs) like did you have you not like read a book no the last time i read the last time i read a book was like maybe sophomore year no crystal i'm not gonna read a book
1: i mean i trust you to like read articles and like wikipedia like i know you can read but i can't yes you can
0: my name's jared i'm 19 and i never learned how to fucking read
1: can you play that can you play
0: that i'm jared could you read number
1: 23 for the class no i cannot what up i'm jared i'm 19 and i never fucking learned how to read (laughs) period i'm jared that's me but who are you actually jared cool no please read like a book like please i'll think about it i mean even like a short book like a like a children's book
0: oh i read um this one book to my niece the other day you know what i lied i did read a book yes
1: i love that (laughs) it
0: was about a monster who was what was the monster's name i don't know elmo (laughs) elmo was in it so it's a book about this little tiny monster in a little tiny house mm-hmm. and like she finds a big ball it turns out it was a marble
1: aren't those small
0: but she was tiny she was a tiny monster living in a tiny house oh so the marble okay. was giant so she was like damn this is a big ass ball <laughs> but it was elmo's marble i love that that's a beautiful story welcome back to spooky Tea, guys <laughs> i'm steph I'm Crystal, I guess. And, well, no, I'm Jared.
1: Yeah, she's Jared, and I'm 19 and I never learned how to fucking read. That's facts. <laughs> but she's gonna read us a story today. Oh, great. This is your first story. Second, since ep- thank you. No, this is your first story since episode one. Oh, true. It's been a while. Are you ready?
0: No. <laughs> I can't read. Okay, Jared. It's fine. You'll do fine. Half of you editing is just gonna be like over what, like when I stumble. Okay. You're just gonna be editing that out. Okay, that's fine. And that's gonna be like half of your editing. Maybe uh, more than half. Mm. Okay, I Hold see. It's a burp.
1: It's coming? No. Okay. Not <laughs> Wait. No. <sighs> Maybe. Sometimes it gets caught in your throat and it kind of goes away. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, today, we are going to be doing uh, a story that we've been wanting to do since... That you've been wanting to do. Since November. <laughs> um, And I'm still not ready. And I love that you're ready to do it now. I'm not ready. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, you're going to be fine. Episode number one is our most listened to because episode. Because it's the first episode. But also, I think it's because you tell stories really well. No, you don't. I enjoy when I get to listen to you tell stories. But today, you're going to be telling me the story of WWE star
0: Chris Benoit. I'm ready for you to (sighs) blow my mind. It's not really like, um, it's more of a sad, a sad story than it is anything else, I think. I'm prepared. Okay. I promise I won't cry. (sighs) see if you start crying i'm just gonna laugh okay i'm not even kidding no i
1: know i know i'm going to laugh at you i know you are
0: and you may start crying more yeah and i'm gonna laugh harder yeah the harder you cry the harder i laugh
1: can we put that on a (laughs) t-shirt yeah all right go ahead can we put that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt all right go ahead
0: The harder you cry, cry, the harder harder I laugh. I love that. Yes, that'll be our first. Okay, that'll be our first merch piece. Didn't we already have like an idea for a first? You would have to go. I feel like we said it already. I don't know. I really like that one though.
1: (laughs) Write that shit down. Oh my god. Yeah, I like that. I could see that on like a sweatshirt.
0: (laughs) I'd buy that on a hoodie. Would you? I literally would. Hold on. I need to write it down before I forget. There's another one. Yeah. It'll probably come back to us at some point. But that's a good one. Let us know if you would buy that. (laughs) No one will buy that. It's just going to be us. That's fine. I'll rep. I'll rep. Will you rep? Maybe.
1: Yeah. If East makes it. This is true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell her Dope as fuck. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump into this story. (laughs) Let's go. Um.
0: I'm so excited. I guess. Okay. It's been a while. All right. So today we're gonna be talking about Chris Benoit. Let's go, I guess. Okay. Let's go. (laughs) So he was born Christopher Michael Benoit on May twenty first, nineteen sixty seven. He's older than my mom, but younger than my dad. He is a year older than my mom.
1: So he would have been fifty three. Could have been
0: 53, yeah. I believe, yeah. Um, and he's Canadian, he was Canadian, mm-hmm. he was born in Montreal. And his career as a professional wrestler lasted like 22 years. Wow, that's so was a, a long, long time. time! Think about all the concussions, all the injuries. When did, so? When did he
1: do you know when he started wrestling? Like, how old he was? He was probably pretty young, he was probably
0: like, let me look at real quick. He must have been, like, a teenager. Mm. His debut was November 22nd, 1985. That was his debut in the WWE? So, he would, like, do different promotions. I think WWE was probably one of, like, the last ones he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
1: like, is that semi-pro or pro? Or is it just, like... Um, 22 years is a long time. How old, how old was he when he died? He was 40. Oh, okay, yeah. So he was eighteen then when he started. Yeah, so he was a teenager when he started. Yeah, which I I would have I I would have expected. Like you probably start wrestling while you're like in school, and then like you want to take it seriously like after high school. And
0: so it says that he began his career in 1985 in Stu Hart's Stampede Wrestling Promotion. Mm-hmm. That's a really long time to be wrestling. And during that time, he held about 22 championships between all of the promotions um which some of them are WWE, Extreme Championship Wrestling, um New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wow. Like yeah. I didn't know he had that many like titles. Yeah, he was also a two-time World Champion and a one-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. So he he was
1: that he, he was, was at the top of, of pretty, his field.
0: He was pretty successful.
1: Yeah. I feel like this case was on like one of those E! News like crime shows that they used to have and I feel like when I was watching it my sister was like he used to be like a huge name in mm-hmm. WWE like she was like I used to watch him like wrestle all the time with my cousins and I feel like when I heard his name I recognized it because of that because they would always have WWE in the background but i didn't know he had like that many titles and that many yeah championships he was, and he was really
0: talented yep i can just like imagine like all the concussions he's had like
1: yeah but that yeah that that line of work puts your damage. body yeah, yeah in in so much in like under so much stress
0: very dangerous like wwe is scripted mhm um but they like they still do their own stunts and yeah, things can still go wrong.
1: No, absolutely. Like it your body is still taking all the impact.
0: So, he got married twice. His first marriage was with a lady named Martina Benoit in like 1988. They had two kids named David and Megan. But by the time it was like 1997, his marriage his first marriage was over because he started living with Nancy Sullivan, who was the wife of his WCW broker. And his opponent, Kevin Sullivan. Oh, that I is, know. It's just <laughs> that is some fucking tea. And you know what? Um, I'll probably get to it later. But um, so Kevin was basically like the person that would kind of like s- not really like write the script or whatever. But he w- he was he would kind of like have a say in w- which way it went. Mm-hmm. So like um. They were married in real life and also, like, in, like, the story or whatever. And he scripted for Nancy and Chris to have an affair. And then it ended up actually happening.
1: Oh, so, like, from what I know of, like, WWE, and I'm not, like, a super... I mean, my niece, she loves WWE. (laughs) But from what I've watched, like, with her and... Um, With my cousins, like, all of the beef and stuff is also scripted. Like, Mm -hmm. all of their lines and how they, like, come at each other and, like, all the insults and stuff. So, that was actually written into, like, the beef of, like, prior to, like, any of the fighting is that they were having an affair.
0: Yeah. And that came true? And it came true. Holy shit. So, Chris and Nancy got married in 2000 and... Even before they got married, they had a kid named Daniel who was 8 months old when they got married. And this was Nancy's third marriage. Oh Oh
1: her third.
0: Yeah, I think it's her first first kid.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. So Nancy Benoit or Sullivan, like every time she got married, she would change her name.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. So,
0: but she was born Nancy Elizabeth Tofoloni. How do you say that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, she was oh, born- so she was, like,
1: a, was she, like, Italian? Yeah. That sounds very Italian. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. She was born May 17th, 1964. She was older than my dad by, like, a year. And she was born in Boston. Mm-hmm. So Nancy was a professional wrestling valet. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically, like, a manager. So um, you said you, like, watched some WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, the manager is basically, like, that extra person that comes out with the wrestler that adds to the storyline so like okay. it's mainly like girls or like people who are just starting their career or like looking to retire you know
1: okay i see
0: so like yeah there's like a supporting character
1: that makes sense i've seen like other people walk out with like the wrestlers and they're like mostly like dressed up in suits or like
0: yeah and it's like mostly like um like like there's a very ve- i can't say it <laughs> There's a lot of reasons <laughs> why they would have a manager. Like sometimes it would be like leverage for the other person. Like you know, it just adds to the storyline. Yeah, line, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. She was one of those, and I don't. I think she wrestled like sometimes. She wasn't really like in. Like she was mostly just like a manager. She would just come out with them. Like mm-hmm. you know. yeah,
1: just kind of escort them out. Yeah, at, pretty much. She's like a. She's like a like their arm, for, like their uh, arm
0: piece or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was best known in like WWE Extreme Championship Wrestling and World Championship Wrestling in like the mid 90s and her ring name was Woman. That's just it. Woman? Just Woman.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. Yep. And then in 2003, Nancy filed for divorce from Chris, citing their marriage was broken and she allegedly or she alleged cruel treatment, but later dropped the suit about 3 months later which included a restraining order but she dropped that as well
1: i wonder what would have happened if she would have followed through with all this like you just wonder like what could have happened if like she would have stuck with pursuing those charges against
0: him yeah and like i watched like a bunch of documentaries on this too and like they all say like oh i never thought this would have happened or like whatever but it's just like how do you know
1: i mean you never know and i think like a lot of I think a lot of women that are in that a kind of, like, abusive relationship, they never think that the person that they are married to or, or with, it just, you never think, like, they will end my life. Like, you never think it'll go that far. You never really know anybody. That's the truth.
0: That's terrifying. That's really scary, That's though. Too, I'm going to yeah. be alone forever. <laughs> anyway. So, um, I don't know if you know who Eddie Guerrero is.
1: Uh, That really sounds... Was he the WWE wrestler that committed suicide?
0: He didn't commit suicide, but he did die early on from heart failure.
1: Yeah, it sounds sounds familiar, though. It sounds really familiar. Was that, like, the death that really pushed him over the edge, though? Like, was he really close to this guy?
0: Yeah, so him and Eddie Guerrero were, like, brothers. Like, that was his family. So Chris Benoit... And Eddie Guerrero were, like, really close. They were family. So, he was, like, close with everyone in his family as well. And Eddie Guerrero has a nephew, and his name is Chavel. And Eddie, like, passed away before this happened. Um, so, in 2005, Eddie Guerrero passed away from acute heart failure. Oh, and he so was sad. only he was only 38 years old.
1: That is so young. I know oh my god to die from heart failure that is i mean your heart must that like i mean the amount of damage your body must have taken or like even like stress like i mean stress is is a silent killer man like,
0: and especially, like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure, like, the rules have changed now. But, mm-hmm. like, before in WWE, if you got hurt, you just kind of had to, like, push through it. Because if you didn't, like, you took a day off or something, you could risk, like, losing your spot.
1: Oh, that's, oh, God. So I'm,
0: I don't know if they, like, changed the rules now. But, like, I know back then, it was, like, way more dangerous. They would have to endure, like, small concussions and stuff like that like very just to like, like not lose their spot wow
1: i mean i get show business but that's that's crazy
0: that's commitment that
1: is commitment that is i mean you must something
0: really, i would never like i i would I mean, never you must, i don't think it's ever that serious
1: you must have to like want that so bad to be able to i don't do, think i would ever want something it. that bad but that's the thing like i understand like athletes are so passionate about their their craft um just like you know performers and stuff like I I mean it's the it's the passion it's like that's all you think about like day and night and I I mean I understand having a passion for something but I don't know if I could ever like force my body to like push through something as painful as a physical injury just because I might lose my spot like that's just crazy to me like it's so wild
0: so, Eddie's nephew, Chavo, since he, like, since Chris was, like, really close to the family, he was also really close to Chavo. And Chavo was probably, like, one of the last people Chris, like, ever talked to. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. Like, imagine, imagine being the person that, like, someone, someone last talked yeah. to. Like, being the last person somebody talked to. And then they, like, die.
1: That is just, I don't, yeah. That is just so crazy to me. I could not even imagine being someone's last conversation
0: i feel like it might weigh heavy on him maybe not as much anymore
1: i mean at some point you have to come to peace with it oh yeah like that you can't change what happened but i i mean i can only imagine like the days after this happened like you just thinking about your last conversation with this person
0: yeah so eddie died in like 2005 Mm -hmm. and like two years later is when this happened oh okay okay so So, Chavo got a call from Chris, um, and they suspect it was already after his wife had died. Mm -hmm. Um, He told Chavo that he wasn't going to make it because Daniel and Nancy had food poisoning. So, she was probably already dead, but he told told Chavo that, like, oh, you know, like, Nancy and Daniel are really sick. They have food poisoning. I can't come into work.
1: Oh, God. It's the lies like that. I know. That, like, make my skin crawl. Where it's, like, just knowing what happened afterward. And, I mean, like I said, like, that must have weighed heavy on him. Like, knowing knowing that he, that, that at that moment he was probably lying. Like, thinking back on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. She- that, like, makes my skin crawl. Like, it gives me, like, ickies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways. Chavo then claims he got a text message from Chris Benoit at 5.30 a.m. saying, the dogs are in the enclosed pool area and the back door is opened. And a few moments later, he gets another text from Nancy's phone saying the exact same thing. He gets another text right afterwards of Chris's address. So, like, Chavo's, like, half asleep when he gets these texts. And he's like, okay. And then he goes back to sleep because, like... Mm-hmm. He like woke up, wrote those texts, wrote read those texts, and was like, I don't get it. I'm going to sleep.
1: I mean, honestly, something so out of context like that, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Definitely. Like I would not have taken that as like a
0: like what is this? Yeah. Like
1: I would have just been like, Oh, he's probably like drunk or like I don't know, he's probably like really sleep deprived, taking care of his like family. Like that doesn't make any sense, but whatever.
0: Right. <laughs> um, So he goes back to sleep, um, probably thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to pick him up from the airport in, like, three hours because he was supposed to to pick him up from the airport. I think he was, like, in Texas because they were going to do a pay-per-view match in Houston.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I forgot where Chris lived at the time. He was, like, I don't know. Point is, he wasn't in Texas. He had to take Mm -hmm. a plane. (laughs) So... Um, After that, he never heard from Chris again. So on June twenty fifth, 2007, WWE, which was Chris Benoit's employers, Mm -hmm. requested a welfare check after Benoit missed weekend events without notice. So when he told Chavo, like, oh, my kids are sick, I won't be able to make it, Chavo and another guy, they covered for him. But since he didn't show up for... The Houston pay per view match, mm-hmm. that's when they were like, oh, something's he said they wrong. were, yeah. That's when they told them, like, oh, like something's wrong. Like, he said that they were sick, but like, how sick are they? Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the officer, ossif- the officer, <laughs> <laughs> the officer that did the wellness check reports that a neighbor was also walking toward the house. And when asked if she had heard anything from the family, she said she hadn't seen them in three or four days. The officer then asked her if she could take the dogs. Oh, because she, I guess she thought, like, they were out of town. Mm-hmm. And usually when they're out of town, she's the one that, like, takes care of the dogs. She, like, oh. gives them food, gives them water. And since she hasn't seen anybody in, like, three or four days.
1: She was wondering who's taking care of the dogs. Yeah,
0: she, she went to go check on the dogs.
1: Oh, I see.
0: So... 'Cause I'm guessing the off the dogs were like in the yard, so the officer was like, Oh, can you just take the dogs so that they can do the wellness check. Yeah, so yeah. she goes and takes them inside where she discovers the seven year old body the body of seven year old Daniel. Oh my god. So she goes inside with the dogs and then she comes running out like, Daniel's dead. Like Daniel's dead. Oh and then they're like, Who the fuck is Daniel? They go in there and they discovered daniel's body chris's body and nancy's body at around 2 30 p.m
1: oh my god i can't even imagine like thinking that you're just gonna bring the dogs inside to like give them some food and water or something like and then finding a child's body like i oh my god i didn't know that the oh my god i didn't know that the neighbor found the body that's so sad that is, like, I literally, so I only know the general details of this case. Like, I just knew that he, you know, killed his wife and his son. Spoiler alert. But, like, I didn't know that. That is so sad. Yeah. And that's the first thing she saw?
0: The first, yeah. Oh, Cause, my God. Well, I'm assuming because she went inside with the dogs and then she, um, the officer reported that she came out screaming that Daniel was dead.
1: Oh, so he was the, so, okay. So I'm assuming. Yeah, that she, yeah, she didn't even go far enough in the house to see. She just saw the kid. Oh my
0: God. But yeah, it was later determined that Benoit had committed the murders. Oh God. So toxicology reports revealed that at the time of their death, Nancy had three different drugs in her system. (sighs) I don't know how to say these two. Hold on. (laughs) Sorry, you're gonna say these for me. So she had Xanax, mm-hmm. hydrocodone, and hydromorphon. Hydromorphon. I don't think that's how you say that, but okay.
1: Hydromorphine.
0: Probably. Um. Hydrocodone. I had this story prepared in November. Interesting. I okay. Think, yeah,
1: <laughs> that makes. I mean, I, but they weren't. They
0: weren't found at like toxic levels. So.
1: That's. Like, Xanax to relax, and and then, like, the other like, two... Are... Like, the
0: drugs weren't enough to kill her, so that's oh, not yeah, what yeah, killed no, her.
1: Yeah, so the, those were just probably taken... Does she have, like, any... Was this said that she, like, took prescriptions for, like, those I don't, pills? Or? I don't think so. Oh, huh, okay.
0: Because the kid, Daniel, he was also found to have Xanax in his system. Oh.
1: Oh, well, Xanax is a relaxer. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's really sad if he gave them Xanax to relax and maybe, like, make them drowsy so they didn't know what was going on. That's kind of fucked up. That's, like, really sad. That's really like, fucked up. That just came to my mind because it's, like, Xan- like, Xanax is, like, a pill that you take for, like, a full re- relaxation and or, like, to knock knock out. So, like, if he didn't want his wife and his son awake for... Like, the actual act.
0: Which makes me wonder, like, what the fuck was going through his mind? Like, I mean,
1: that's a hunt. I mean, then that tells you that that's so premeditated. Right. Because he had to have thought about it, gave them the
0: pills, and then... Well, the thing that's, like, makes it premeditated is that he killed her on a Friday, he killed his son on a Saturday, and he killed himself on a Sunday.
1: If he was that, like, suicidal and, like, whatever, then it probably was just... I feel like...
0: The reason I included like Eddie's death is because I feel like that's when he probably snapped.
1: Well, like it just weighed on him so heavy that all of a sudden it was like because like, this is it for me.
0: Yeah, like in the documentaries like that I've watched, they all say and like the documentaries like they're like, um I think it was Nancy's sister, um, Chavo and like about like this one other restaurant, I forgot his name. I think his name is also Chris. Um, they they talk about it like i forgot what i was talking about oh about um Eddie's death <laughs> oh yeah they talk about how heavy like how hard it hit him
1: i mean i can only imagine like
0: and they also believe like that was his snapping point
1: yeah i mean for that to happen to someone you know and for it to be so young like for him to be so young and that happened i mean that must fill you with fear that that could happen to you at any moment and then what how do you leave your family right yeah
0: Oh, and Benoit was found to have Xanax, hydrocodone, and an elevated level of testosterone caused by a synthetic form of hormone in his system.
1: So he was taking steroids?
0: Well, they don't think that he, like, took steroids often. Mm. And they also, like, people were like, oh, it's roid rage. But it wasn't roid rage because if it was... I don't think his, they would have been sedated, and I don't think it would ha- it would have happened in like a course of three days.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you're saying it's roid rage, then it probably would have happened all at once,
0: and probably not through suffocation. I guess because that's essentially what he did—he oh like suffocated God. them to death.
1: Then that I mean that is a whole other level of of like sad like. I mean, that makes sense if he gave them the Xanax to relax. Because, I mean, Xanax, if you're relaxed and you're sleeping, it already slows your heart rate and mm-hmm. your breathing. And then it would be easy to suffocate them. Like, your entire muscles and everything are, like, fully relaxed. So, like, I mean, even the, the possibility of them fighting back, like, at full strength would not... I mean, they were drugged.
0: I mean, like, if you see pictures of him, like, he's ripped. Like, he...
1: Yeah, no, he, I mean, they wouldn't He they didn't, he to didn't need,
0: he didn't need them to fight back for him to, like, yeah. be successful, which sounds so fucked up, but.
1: I mean, no, yeah, but, I mean, it makes it easier for them. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody who's listening has taken Xanax recreationally, but, I, I mean, I've heard stories of people who take Xanax, and they're, like, my whole body was, like, relaxed, and, like, I, I felt like I couldn't, like, move fully, like, you know, and I mean, I could only imagine like in that state, like
0: you can't fight back. So the reason why I was kind of like eh, is because the chief medical examiner attributed the testosterone level Benoit the testosterone level to Benoit possibly being treated for a defici- deficiency caused by previous steroid abuse or testicular insufficiency. Mm, okay. There was no indication that anything in Benoit's body contributed to his violent behavior that led to the murder-suicide, concluding that there was no rage. Roid- roid rage. Roid rage, whatever. So after the double murder-suicide, Chris... Um, Christopher Nowinski, which was, he's a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, He contacted Chris Benoit's father, Michael, suggesting that years of trauma to his son's brain may have led to these actions. Tests were conducted on Benoit's brain by Julian Bales, the head of neurosurgery at West Virginia University, and results showed that Benoit's brain was so severely damaged, it resembled the brain of an 85-year-old alzheimer's patient oh my god mind you chris benoit was 40
1: that is so and not just a regular
0: 85 year old an 85 year old with Alzheimer's. alzheimer's which
1: like tears apart the brain like that is why that's why you cannot even like you can't even remember like who you are like if it's so severe
0: and he was reported to have an advanced form of dementia Similar to the brains of four retired NFL players who had suffered multiple concussions, sank into depression, and harmed themselves or others. So, like, Aaron Hernandez.
1: Yeah, um, what, is that, what is that called again? Um, syndrome, where it's like brain damage caused by, like, multiple concussions, and, um, and it was featured in the Aaron Hernandez documentary that when they open it because you can't see it in scans um it isn't until like post humus, humeous humeously
0: humious, um cte, CTE chronic yes. traumatic
1: CTE.
0: is it that is that what you're talking about
1: yes i believe it is um chronic traumatic encephalopathy Encephalop- encephalopathy encephalopathy um yeah, it's a degenerative brain condition, like repeated concussions, which I I heard that like in cases such as like famously and I do really want to cover it eventually the OJ Simpson case, where um neuroscientists have said that CT can only be fully determined after death. Like, when they can go and actually cut open your brain and look at the damage. Because um, MRI scans and, you know, shit like that, you can only see so much damage. And sometimes you can't even see how degraded the brain actually is. Which, MRIs, they can show damage, but it can also... And it'll show, like, tumors and stuff. But they doctors, they say that they can never fully... Um, sign off on a diagnosis of ct until the person is actually dead and they can cut open the brain which is so crazy because like once they cut open the brain you see everything and the fact that he was 40 and with a brain of an 80 year old like alzheimer's patient like it resembled that 85 that is just crazy and i remember like aaron hernandez was only he was under 30 wasn't he he wasn't even 30 yet he was like 20 he was in his late 20s
0: Aaron hernandez 27 he was born 1989 2017 what the fuck he was like 28 that was like not the right math
1: (laughs) 89 that's my sister's um
0: he was like 28 yeah he was like
1: yeah yeah right about there and he had the brain of like a fucking 80 year old person
0: as well I mean like, that doesn't justify brain. it either. Oh no, it but it like, like it kind of puts things in perspective, I guess. If I that
1: mean, makes sense, to an extent, how much of it is their actual fault? Mm-hmm. If their brain is so degraded to a point of having like dementia and like being that damaged, how much of their actions are they actually able to control? it damaged him beyond repair like that is just what it was i don't know i feel so torn with these cases
0: yeah because i don't really know how to feel because innocent people like died but at the same time it's just like his brain was just mush
1: yes you have to hold these people accountable like Aaron hernandez like yes he killed a person he tried to hide it and he needed to be put away in jail but how much of That would have done him good when his brain was already so, so, um, affected by his line of work. Like, Mm -hmm. how much would, how much would, you know, jail rehabilitate him? Or would he, would he have been better, like, in a hospital being taken care of? Like, studying his brain and trying, like, treatments to make him better. Like, I mean, I know this is, it's brain, it's your brain and, um... I mean, I know that they they don't really know you have it until you're dead, which is really, really sad. But, I mean, I hope we get to a point in science where we can determine it maybe earlier and, like, find treatments for it. Because, I mean, there's so many cases of athletes who, you know, self-harm and commit suicide or commit violent acts. And, and I don't know if it's all their fault because... I mean their brains are just so damaged. I don't know. I feel conflicted about these cases and it's so sad cuz it's like they're so young too. Like a lot of them are really really young.
0: Yeah, so like once the details of the of Benoit's actions became apparent, WWE made the decision to remove nearly all mentions of Benoit from their website and future broadcasts and all pu- publications. So they basically erased his existence. They
1: like distanced themselves a ton yeah i mean
0: because when they first found out that um chris benoit was dead they didn't know
1: they all so they didn't know the manner of death
0: no they just knew he was dead and so they did do like um like a a, a yeah a tribute like in his memory okay okay. but like once it came out that he murdered his family and then himself like They took that down and they were like, don't. Did he
1: die? Did he shoot himself? He hung himself. Oh, he hung himself. Okay.
0: And of course, there's a lot of conspiracies. So I'm going to go over. Ooh, okay.
1: Okay. I didn't know there were conspiracies. There
0: are. Like, what do you think this is? Oh
1: my God. (laughs) Extra spooky tea today.
0: So I will admit, there are some things that are strange. I mean, maybe they can be explained, but no, no, it's up to you. Okay. So apparently there was a mysterious w- Wikipedia entry.
1: Wait, what? S- yeah.
0: So like after about 12 hours before the police reported the bodies, someone edited the Chris Benoit Wikipedia page with the following message. Chris Benoit was replaced by Johnny Nitro for the ECW Championship match at Vengeance, as Benoit was not there due to personal issues stemming from the death of his wife, Nancy. So someone edited the page saying Nancy was dead before anyone knew.
1: Ooh, I hate that. (laughs) I hate that so much.
0: The IP address of the person who edited, edited it comes from Stanford, Connecticut, which is the same area... As WWE headquarters.
1: Ew. (laughs) Ew, no. I don't like that at all. That, like, gives me, like, chills (laughs) up and down my arms. What is this? Oh, no. This is, like, a WWE conspiracy.
0: (laughs) Good news, though, because it was debunked. Oh, my God. Thank God. (laughs) So, it ended up being a 19-year-old wrestling fan. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was apparently a really freaky coincidence. Like, really. Because... So, he had basically, like, read online. Like, there was, like, rumors because, you know, he didn't show up that weekend. Mm -hmm. So, there was, like, people, like, like, just a bunch of rumors, like, why he wasn't there. And people were like, oh, my God, she died, like, not knowing that she actually died.
1: Oh, that's so sad. Imagine, like, you just, like, coming up with theories of why your favorite WWE star, like, doesn't show up. And, I mean... I could have leaked that like um what was the friend what was the son's oh, the, the son's name? The um his friend's son that he talked to? His nephew? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, mm. the, oh the nephew, the nephew, yeah. He
0: like Eddie's one? nephew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Travel. He was old he was in travel. WWE as well.
1: Yeah, Travel. Like, like he was the older. He was the one who knew about the food poisoning.
0: He lie. well that's what yeah, that's what he told him. Yeah. That it was
1: so I mean I would I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Chavo had, like, said something to someone of, like, oh, he had said, like, it was food poisoning, and then someone, like, spun it of, like, oh my God, what if, like, it wasn't food poisoning? Was was, like, she was hospitalized and she she's, like, or really, really sick. Like, I mean, that could yeah, have that happened. Yeah, that could happen. But, I mean, oh, that's just, like, <laughs> such a creepy coincidence.
0: I know. Like, he was literally just, like, a 19 year old kid who was a fan, and. Like, he just saw the rumors online and decided to edit the wiki page. Oh,
1: that's so sad. Like, like everyone's like, oh, my God, how did you know? And he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know.
0: Like, imagine just editing something because you heard about it. And, like, cops come to your freaking house. And they're house. like,
1: how did you know? And you like, ah, I don't know I Like, they
0: literally went in there and, like, they took his computer and, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And, uh, there's also another one. So, a preacher and former wrestler from Arkansas had a theory. Johnny Angel alleged that Kevin Sullivan, Mm -hmm. um, Nancy's Mm ex-husband, a cold-hearted Satanist, carried out the gruesome murders and then framed Chris. So, Kevin the Satan Sullivan, also known as the Prince of Darkness. So, he had the the fallen angel... As his valet, so like that was like his whole thing, like being a Satanist or whatever. Oh, Which,
1: like his character for WWE, <clears throat> like his like persona.
0: Yeah, his persona. Oh, okay. like Satanists are definitely definitely not what people make out to be.
1: Yeah, I but like know
0: he people- <laughs> he was like the. But what people, like, well, people imagined when they thought like oh, saneness. I see. So
1: he was kind of like the stereotypical like yeah. satanist, like oh, I'm I'm this like really dark person. And
0: so his valet was the fallen angel, the fallen angel. Mm-hmm. But she later became known as woman. So Nancy.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So he had his army of darkness, who were pledging their souls to the snake master, and apparently. Hulk Hogan told USMagazine.com in July 2007, and I quote, She was into devil worship stuff. It was part of her wrestling character, but she was somebody who gets so close to that character, someone who gets into the character too much. Sometimes these people believe their own publicity.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, remember when I said Kevin was the booker for WCW? Yeah. So this is where it comes in where he scripted that his wife have the affair for Chris, with Chris. Okay. And, like, it became true.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, a source close to Sullivan revealed that he was a, hi- a high-ranking number of the Satanic Church. Ooh. And it also came out that Sullivan threatened Benoit and told him that he would kill him.
1: Oh no, sweetie! No, you don't do that. Let's <laughs> not do that.
0: So is it possible that this was Sullivan's revenge for Benoit and Nancy actually having an affair?
1: Well, I mean that is good motive. The thing that doesn't make sense though is the is course of the, three days the time yeah, is the time of deaths, which I mean, if you're gonna go and do something, I don't know, but of then, course, like...
0: like this is just theories that people oh, like course. make up because yeah. like, maybe you chris was their favorite yeah. yeah
1: the first one had me and now i'm thinking about this one and i'm just like well that is a possible motive but i still don't know if it's valid because of like how they died mm-hmm. and then like the manner of death i think it would just i mean if you were gonna do something like a crime of passion and, and you were angry for two people like sleeping together that that you know your ex-wife and and this guy i think it would make more sense if you like do something like aggressively violent because that's what like crimes of passion are
0: maybe that's why he didn't get caught
1: Mm, that's true though because it makes sense like if you just go in and like stab someone or shoot someone in a crime of passion but if you're methodically trying to think something out like, that feels very... That feels so diabolical. Like very extra.
0: Ah, uh, yes. My evil plan.
1: Yeah, like, very extra evil.
0: Mm, ooh No. In my opinion, I do think that he did it, which is sad. But... Yeah. That's yeah. what I think.
1: Yeah, I think he did it. And I think that, like I said, these types of stories are, like, super interesting to me because there's so much
0: that could have happened
1: there's so yeah and
0: it sucks because like anyone everyone that was involved like they can't speak on it
1: yeah that's hard i feel so i don't want to feel bad for the people who a crime like i don't want to feel bad for chris benoit because he killed his child and his wife but i also have some sympathy because you look at like their brain and then you just wonder like did they really have any control over what they did? And that's just my opinion. Like, you don't have to agree with me, but, like,
0: yeah. And, like, his son, his other son, his older son, the one that he had in his first marriage, like, he loves his dad. Like, he spoke mm-hmm. on his dad in the documentaries. And he's even thinking of becoming a wrestler, just like his dad. And he even wants to use the song, like, the entrance song that his dad used.
1: That is so...
0: Because oh. to him, like, I guess the person that committed those that crime... isn't Isn't his his dad. dad
1: to an extent i feel like that is that's valid like your dad was the person who wasn't so damaged yeah by you know his career and you know like the more time and the more stress he put on his body just the worse it got when you look at like cte like symptoms of that is aggressive behavior probably one of the most common symptoms so I totally understand, like, why he still has a, a vision of his dad that is, you know, still good. But I also think, like, I mean, it's probably just his way of coping. Like, he separates those those events. Like, a, the life that he had with, with his dad and then this whole tragedy that happened.
0: Yeah, but I haven't, like, seen his daughter, like, I haven't seen her say anything or his ex-wife say anything just his son mm-hmm. and Javel. yeah and the other chris yeah and nancy's sister yeah
1: yeah i mean i wonder if his sister holds the same
0: it was her sister
1: no i mean like like um oh. his son like like his other daughter mm-hmm. i wonder if she holds any of like that similar view of him and like she probably just like doesn't want to be in the public i yeah. which is totally understandable but like i really i wonder like if she sees him the same way that his son saw him
0: i'm pretty sure to like some extent she does it's Like, maybe you like a whole not non- of fond memories, yeah of course yeah. but like i don't know if it's to i guess that extent where she wants to like be like him or like yeah
1: yeah i mean i guess that's like a positive note that he still remembers his dad in a nice way uh, despite the tragedy and i mean did uh nancy's sister like does she say like does she holds like ill will toward
0: not like, that i read or saw
1: like it just feels like an overall like tragic yeah event. yeah yeah i feel like i would considering like what you know about his brain and everything like i feel like i would just like he's kind of feels like a victim in a sense not saying that he didn't do a, you know an awful thing i don't know they're in this separate category of like being a perpetrator and kind of a victim in a, in a way
0: i guess it's like kind of different from like someone who doesn't have brain damage <laughs> and yeah, commits that, I, these crimes yeah i
1: guess that's like what i because i mean there are people who are like mentally ill that commit crimes And to an extent, like, how much you can blame them and you can, like, they have to accept responsibility. Then again, like, how much can they differentiate good from bad? I feel like that's, like, a whole separate category of, like, of perpetrator. You know what I'm saying? Like, people who fall victim to their own, like, madness or, like, health, which is, like, really sad, is, like, Ooh, you're like really mentally ill or you're like actually like something is actually physically wrong with your brain that it does not properly
0: function any longer
1: which is scary it's like how much control do you really have over your actions
0: i don't know i don't understand i don't understand how the brain works i don't i don't don't think scientists understand either like fully like it's a gray area almost a little
1: bit yeah I, w- I mean, to me it is, just because it's, like, he is kind of a victim of, of like, the damage that was done to his body in this line of work.
0: Well, yeah, like, um, I think I read also that he would get, like, little concussions, but he would get multiple in a week.
1: Yeah, and that that's what does it, is, like...
0: The multiple. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you don't let it actually fully heal, it just keeps piling on. And the damage just accumulates. That's a really sad one, but I'm, I'm happy you told it. <laughs> are <laughs> I'm you? Happy, I'm happy you told it finally. Finally. Been we wanting to tell this one.
0: You've been wanting me to tell this. Yes, one. I've been
1: wanting you to tell this one
0: since November. That's why I didn't know half the words. I knew them in November.
1: But we are going to be, um, going over like a really famous one soon, which is so exciting. <laughs> see that's what we're gonna discuss which is you know very exciting um and if you if 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 y'all know what case we're gonna go over like what case we're gonna go over just over what i just of, said but just based off of what she said then you know a case like you just know
0: you just know i feel like a lot of people are gonna know
1: oh they're gonna know immediately
0: um i'm just gonna say it pops up on it. my
1: tiktok all the time my brother did it, that's it. We'll talk about it. We'll okay. talk about it. But um yeah, it. next episode is gonna be super exciting. I'm gonna be telling Jean Bonnet. And then after that, um we'll see. We'll see what, what happens next. I thought you wrote it down on your calendar. I do have it written down on the calendar, but I we don't. need to go over a new calendar. But <laughs> yeah. um The next one is going to be Church Conspiracies. I love that. And I hope the church doesn't try and murder us. I hope they do. Who knows? (laughs) I'm almost done with school. I hope they don't. I want to get this degree first. And then I can, you know, just poof off of this earth. Come at me, ho. But I hope you guys enjoyed Crystal's case today. I'm illiterate. We're all a little bit illiterate.
0: Hmm. I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think that's how it works. I'm a little
1: bit illiterate. It's
0: because you're blonde now, especially
1: in class. Sometimes I just can't read it out loud.
0: Yeah. I used to hate popcorn. (laughs)
1: That's all my professors do—is fucking popcorn. Like,
0: bro, I can't read. Stop trying to make (laughs) me read.
1: I've gotten better over time, but I'm still not that great. Mm. I have to read things like over, like a couple times. I still read like at a
0: third grade level same at least i
1: feel that big words just stump me sometimes 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 i get them and i'm lucky and sometimes i just can't english like at all uh go follow us on instagram at spooky t podcast go follow us on twitter at spooky t pod go follow crystal on tiktok
0: at s-e-t-o-k-a-i-b BA000 and yeah. go
1: follow her on Twitter at
0: G A R A
1: Y A V and then go follow me on Instagram at stephanie.marissa go follow me on TikTok at stephanie.marissa go follow me on Twitter at steph marissa uh and I think that's it. Oh, go send us an email at SpookyT podcast everybody knows those emails
0: they're not going to um
1: go send us an email at spooky tea podcast at gmail.com send us your story suggestions or any like weird cases in your hometowns or you know spill us spill the tea spill the tea spill the spill on the your fucked up tea. town yes yeah, spill the spooky tea on your fucked up town i love please. that please and use that <laughs> use that headline i want that yes
0: spilling the tea on my fucked up town yes
1: i love it super excited and let us know if you want merch (laughs) if someone asks for merch we'll make it straight up just for you just for you we'll do one let's say yeah like let's say if someone if someone asks for it we'll make it for sure
0: it just takes one
1: the more (laughs) the more you cry
0: no. The harder you cry. The harder you cry, the, the harder, harder I laugh. laugh.
1: Yeah. We'll put that on a we'll put that on a, a sweatshirt for you guys.
0: Can I have that on a sweatshirt?
1: Yes, you can. We'll tell our our uh our girl. Your husband. My husband. To uh to make us merch. And she already says she's down, so
0: Oh, she's living for it.
1: I love it. Oh my gosh, so excited. <laughs> um and yeah, we will see you.
0: We won't see them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be What's back the soon. problem. We'll be back soon with another episode. We promise. Sure. We're not gonna ghost you again.
0: <laughs> Although no, <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay.
1: So don't forget to drink your spooky tea and we will see. Or you your soon. spooky
0: tequila, you know whatever you want. Spooky you drinks.
1: Want. I mean put spooky tequila in your spooky tea. All right, we're going to sign off now. (laughs) Bye. Bye.